Welcome back to Unqualified and Educated, where we give you our unqualified and uneducated opinions on all things sports, music, TV, or anything that's really interesting. Today's episode, I know we're kind of late, but this is the trade deadline episode where we just we're just going to talk about grades, fake grades, uh, our reactions and expectations from the trades. So we got the normal lineup today. What's up, Carl? How you doing? What's up, man? Uh, going good. Pretty tired right now because in the morning I decided that, well, first off, I decided I was going to run a 10K, uh, which crap that's like six miles so i ran for three miles and then i decided to play basketball so i am dead ass tired as wait, some people would say wait you ran a 10k why no no no, no. i'm gonna run it oh, oh, oh you do oh oh, oh oh i'm tripping i'm tripping so oh no, so, no, you, so you, i ran three miles today oh you did the prep like, you did the prep yeah, I'm, I'm prepping and then uh played basketball and i'm just i am wiped when is the 10k honestly I don't know. I haven't signed up for it. Uh, well, well, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, <laughs> is it, what area is it going to be in? Do you know that? Oh, it's going to be in Fresno. Oh, okay. 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 So we, we did this race. It's called the California classic mm-hmm. and you go out of like downtown Fresno. We did it last year as a 5k. Um, but you kind of just run in downtown. So you just run in this like down downtown streets mm-hmm. uh, the reason we decided to up it to the 10k was because we get to run through the zoo at some point <laughs> three extra miles that's not worth bro <laughs> i don't think that's worth it i don't think it is either bro. i mean i mean wait wait how much does it cost to go to the zoo honestly i don't remember I, probably like 20 bucks 20 bucks probably uh, is three miles worth 20 bucks Bro, is six miles worth like sixty bucks? Cause that's how much I have to pay to do the race. Oh man, you could just ran on. You could just ran six miles for free on the side of the road. <laughs> I know. Why don't you just run next to them? Like, is it is it, is it, is it possible for you to run like outside the race while they're running the race? <laughs> just run next to the barrier. Yeah, just run right on the side of the, like the line. And they're like, hey, you gotta stop running. <laughs> Bro, like they just they just trying to stop you from you running. Run. You can't run without paying. <laughs> so, so who are you doing it with? Uh, my sister Stephanie, and then uh, Emma. She's gonna do it. Oh, oh yeah, okay, and, okay. Uh, like Ian is gonna do it too, I think. So. All right, so you got a full yeah. roster. Shout out to the the Carl fam. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I... My feet hurt so bad today, and I had only ran like two and a half miles, and my feet were dead. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but you balled too, so that's why it had to affect. It had to affect something. I was I was struggling after like right in the middle of the first game. My feet just like just like this crazy pain. I was like, hmm. and we still were gonna play for another hour and a half. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be real good." <laughs> Man, that's 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 funny. Like uh, today, all I did today was just work out my legs. I went to the gym and did leg day. I uh, my 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 legs are done. They're they they're done. And we're they're just done. I, and it, the worst thing is like they at at the at, at the well where you you could, they have like the squat racks and right. they have these racks where pretty much when they have like the main three that everyone goes to. 
because it's on a platform and it's right next yeah, to the, yeah, yeah. the deadlift thing. So everyone takes those first. But I always get to get one of the ones on the side because there's a mirror so I can kind of look at my form a little bit. But the only thing that sucks with those, the, the thing that sucks is you get, like the way that they're set up, it's like they're set up for one person to go on one side and another person go on the other side. So if two people are squatting, you pretty much look at you. You can look at each other <laughs> eye to eye. And it's like, like I don't know. It's just like that's one of the weirdest things to do is like look at somebody while you're squatting. <laughs> And then, and then so now no, it's just weird and then so this dude today like there were so many open racks where he could squat but for some reason he just jumped to the one that i was already squatting on and then the whole time we were just like we were just like looking at each other and then it got to a point where i was like i was like you know what, bro i'm gonna like break up the rotation and like let you go i'm gonna get some water and then i'm gonna like like cool down and then i'm gonna go after you go but like I like I gave him like a minute and thirty seconds. He didn't go, and then when I went, he went at the same time I was going. <laughs> Bro, I think I was I was it was like some type of peacock mating ritual. I was in, in just going up and down eye contact. I was like, bro, <laughs> I was like, bro, like I'm just trying to get this workout in, dog. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't join a mating ritual, dog. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to get this workout in so I can go home and watch the game. This dude was trying to set up some courtship. I don't know what this problem was, because every time I was squatting, he would do it with me. So we're just going up and down at the same time. I'm like, bro, like this got to stop. This got to stop. <laughs> so I was like, you're in way too deep. I was, and I, I couldn't stop because like I was in the middle of my workout. <laughs> and like in the, in the time that I was, it took for me like to wait for him to finish his reps and do all this, get water and stuff. I wasted thirty minutes in the squat rack. <laughs> I was in the well for 30 minutes and only did one exercise. <laughs> you in a commitment now with that guy. We're in a committed relationship. If he's not at that squat rack on Sunday, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed off. I'm he said be... eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were pretty much eye to eye squatting for like 30 minutes. That, there's nothing deep. There's no, there's not a relationship. You can't go deeper than that in a relationship. <laughs> that is deep. That, that's so... <laughs> That's an intense step. That's a, when I woke up this morning, I did not think I would enter a relationship like that. <laughs> enter that type of relationship that quick and get that deep that quick. <laughs> That's deep, bro. That's deep. deep. It's as deep as I thought I was going to go this morning. Like, my whole day was planned. I was going to wake up, go work out, and go to the gym. I woke up and got into a relationship. <laughs> so, okay. So, like I said earlier... We I know we're late. We're a few days late. The trade deadline happened on what Thursday, but a lot of stuff happened during the week, and we still want to cover the NBA trade deadline. So we're gonna run down some trades. We both got some lists up. We're just gonna. There's not gonna be any random order, but we're just gonna talk about some of the more interesting trades. Um, the first I got a list that's up right now. Uh, the first trade that we we're gonna talk about is the trade between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Toronto Raptors. So the Memphis Grizzlies sent their star center, Mark Gasol, to the the Raptors for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and the 2024 second round pick. How do you like that trade? For the Raptors? For both teams. I like it. For the Raptors, I like it a lot because they. Uh, well, I feel like now they have such a powerful team. Like they, they traded away 
yeah, they traded away like Valanchunas, but they got a better Valanchunas and Marcus All way mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the long right and CJ Miles, that that's not even their depth, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, I don't even think that touches like the top eight, top nine of their damn rotation. They mm-hmm. got so many freaking dudes that I feel like they've just like super powered up and they're definitely trying to go to the finals with that kind of lineup and I feel like this is the year uh, for them to do it granted the Sixers made some moves so uh, the two teams in the east kind of powered up yeah in the trade yeah that's because like with the with the uh Uh, with the Grizzlies I mean with the Raptors like yeah, you, I, I, yeah, you're right about that depth thing because even like Jonas, like he was, but he's been hurt for a long time, so it's like he, he, he was barely playing the last like few weeks to month, I think. So it's like they, they traded guys that I think CJ Miles wasn't really working out, so they've traded a lot. They traded in a 2024 second round pick. That's that's nothing. I mean, it, it is whatever. Yeah. So like, and they got deeper. The only problem is like, what do you do with Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, and Marcus All? Do you who do you have coming off the bench? Start. Gasol and Siakam have Ibaka come off. Do you think Ibaka would be half fine with that? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of have to. There's no, he can't. He can't. You better be. Happy. He kind of have to. He can't eighty his way out of Toronto. <laughs> I would just feel because like, it's it's like yeah you might I, I don't know even now I feel like Siaka might even be better than Sergi Bach is oh but, uh, yeah I think he's better just, yeah yeah so I would start him but then if to sell it to Serge you'd be like dude you're gonna be the leader of the the second unit mm-hmm. you know so I don't know yeah I think it'll be don't e- I cry. think. Go to the finals, bro. Yeah, I think I think honestly, I think it would be easier to send Siakam to the bench because I think he has like he started to develop that ball handling ability. So you can almost lie to him and say we need a, a playmaker on the bench. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah. they do have like uh, Fred Van Vliet on the bench as well. So I mean, they're just a deep team, and they're 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 one I really like. So um, yeah, what's that? They're so they're starting lineup now. Is Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. Danny Green, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. Pas- Pascal or Serge, and then Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol. I think he came off the bench in the, his first game, but I, I, we both can assume that he'll be starting when the playoffs starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much their starting lineup, which is a, one of the best starting lineups in the league. Yeah, because that's, that's defense and offense. Because Marcus Gasol, hasn't he won – Defensive player of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one defensive player of the year. So I mean, he he's, got defense and he can shoot and oh. he can and he can pass. Yeah, it did, that's crazy, man. So like, I mean, they've powered up. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, is he? He's it's been a it's been a while, but I mean, you know, he's older now. But you know, he, yeah, it's, yeah, he's yeah. still he's still valuable, and I still think he's he like you said he's an upgrade over Valanciunas, and they traded to get him. They traded away. Things that they that won't affect them this year or won't hurt them. Right on the Memphis side, I, are you surprised Mike Conley didn't get traded? Because I think yeah, there's. Yeah, I was surprised. That that was weird. I, you would think like if you're getting rid of Gasol, you might as well get rid of Conley because you're going for the rebuild. Yeah. Um. But then I read somewhere like, oh, they wanted to keep Michael Conley. 
uh, there so he could be a uh, so he could be like a mentor to Jaron Jackson. Really? And I was like, what? I was like, why Mike Conley and not he really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I read it. It was in a Bleacher article, so I don't know how good that is. But I'm thinking you should have tried to get rid of, or maybe they tried to get rid of Mike Conley that whole time. Because there was there was there was a thing where I think Utah was trying to get Mike Conley and like a Ricky Rubio, a deal set oh, around yeah, Ricky yeah, Rubio, I saw something like that. So like I was thinking, I was thinking like. I think they could do it, but you brought up this whole mentor thing. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, he's going to teach Jaron Jackson to be a point guard. Okay. That makes sense. I, I, I read that and I was like, huh? That makes sense. I mean, Zebo was out there. They could have talked to the Kings about getting Zebo involved. And yeah, that's a better mentor. Bring back the OG grit and get grind guy. But, I mean, that's, that's weird. That's, 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 that's weird. And, I mean, once they got back, they got some guys, they probably, some, they're probably going to cut some of those guys or buy out some of those guys. And they might go to contenders. I don't know CJ Miles or uh, I don't know how his contract is. I think Jonas he's he's probably going to be around. I'm not I'm not sure what his how his contract breaks down either. But you know we'll see, you know we'll see what happens with those. But they are they are destined for the tank, and they're trying to get yeah, into that. Yeah. They're trying to get to the Zion sweepstakes. But they're I think they've won too much. Yeah. All right. So. We're staying in the East with this one. Sixers, the 76ers trade Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit, a 2020 first-round pick, a 2021 first-round pick from Miami that's unprotected, and two future second-round picks from Detroit to the Clippers for Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, and Mike Scott. That trade... Turn the 76ers into a scary team. Yeah, that's crazy. A dude. really that, scary that's team. That's crazy. So now the starting lineup for the 76ers is Ben Simmons, JJ Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. Ugh. And if you really think about it, they can switch pretty much one through four now. On defense, I know that's ridiculous. And then even even Joel and B can guard some threes and fours for like a short period of time. Honestly, when you said uh, they could switch one through four, the one I counted out was JJ Redick. Oh yeah, there's there's that there's <laughs> that. But you know JJ JJ, you know he could probably get a little point guardage in there. He could, he got to guard the twos, some threes. <laughs> so there's some threes, you know. He could there's some probably some threes I was, out I there. I was down with uh, Joel and B. Uh, guarding twos. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm trying to give some respect to, to, to the homie JJ. <laughs> like, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you know how big that team is? That's ridiculous. JJ, JJ is like 6'4", right? 6'4"? And he's the shortest, right? He's the shortest person on the team. The next person is Jimmy is 6'7". Then it's like Tobias and Ben Simmons are probably like this, around the same height. And then Joel yeah, like Embiid is like seven. God damn, bro! They're so big, <laughs> and it's not like a slow big. That's ridiculous. It's not a slow big. It's not. They're that team's that team's sick. It is, and they 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 actually have bench. They have actually they Mike Mike Scott's a good pickup for the bench, and they have uh, T J McConnell, 
Um, they have, uh, what is that dude? I forget. It's like Kurt Firkins. Kirkins. I oh, that Forkmaz fork or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's decent. And then they, they got, got freaking Boban too. They got Boban on the bench too. And they also traded, they also uh, traded, we'll talk about the Orlando trade later, but they also traded uh, for Jonathan Simmons. So they have Jonathan Simmons on the bench as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they have a pretty decent bench. I was a, yeah, pretty decent bench. So, like, I think they're a real threat. And, and I mean, I think uh, Elton Brand, you know, he kind of wins executive, executive of the year. Because he brought in Jimmy and Tobias Harris, like, like he turned, oh yeah, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh hell yeah, that that's true. Like he that's turned bringing his, in like two top players. Two yeah, two guys like, and they plan to sign them long term. I don't know that the money is gonna get kind of, it's that money the the their contract that's gonna get pretty nasty, but yeah, pretty nasty because I know Jimmy wants Max and Tobias Harris wants Max. Um, ben Simmons is in the third year of his deal, so he's gonna get a, he's gonna get like the rookie max, and Joel Embiid I think is signed to some deal, so that the money's yeah, gonna get he already signed. yeah he's already signed, but there's the money's gonna get kind of crazy and tricky, but like right now I mean, from where they were in the beginning of the season where they were kind of a, wouldn't say like a failure, but they were a little disappointing. I'm on record saying that they were I was a little disappointed in them early in the season. And so they make the move for Jimmy. At first, it started to get kind of rocky here and there, but that's turning it around. And then now they got Tobias Harris, who's a guy that I don't think is going to mess up their chemistry at all. I think he just fits in real nice, and he doesn't mess up anything. So, like, so then, who do you think? Uh, who do you think comes out the East? Okay, because so. yeah, who? So now it's between. Sixers, Raptors, Celtics, and okay, and the Bucks because and and the Bucks. Okay, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's 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 move on to the okay. No, no, before we before we go ahead, the, the Clippers. So this this trade on the Clippers end, everyone's talking about how they, you know, they got that 2021 first round pick from Miami because it's unprotected, and no one knows what Miami will look like in 2021. So that potentially could be like a top five lottery pick so the clippers get that to use that in a trade you know a bargaining chip they have a lot of assets um landry shamit that's gonna he's looking like he's gonna be a good shooter uh they got shay gilgis alexander uh they got um i forgot they they got a young they got a young big on there too and they got maurice harold uh they got a they got some things down there to use for trade chips and they are expecting to sign two guys in the in the offseason and possibly trade for another guy, maybe Anthony Davis. So that trade helps them because it clears up a lot of cap space for a guy that was going to want a max contract, and it puts them into the also puts them to, into the tanking. They're they're able to tank so they can keep their own pick, and it you know it gets more valuable. They're able to sign two guys, they clear cap space. So Clippers did a lot with that trip that that uh, trade, beneficial for both sides. So now we can, I just wanted to get that out there. Um, now we can move no, the on. Yeah, the were good. <laughs> now we can move on to the uh, the Bucks and the the Bucks trade. So, hold on, let me pull it up. The Bucks they sent. 
Uh, so they got they got Nikola Mirotic, and they traded Don Maker, Jason Smith, and four second round picks. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if those are all in the same trade because mm-hmm. I literally just have like who they added and what they traded. So maybe they gave all that up for Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, I think the first the first trade was okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. The first trade was. Um, for uh, Thon Maker to the Detroit for for basically first uh, Stanley Johnson, and then oh yeah that's right that's right and then they traded uh, uh, Stanley Johnson, uh, Jason Smith, and four uh, second round picks to the Bucks for Nikola Meritich. So that's right. Yeah, so that was the deal, and we were talking. Um, you brought up uh, uh, off. Off off record before we start recording, you brought up how Giannis was hurt by this deal. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt, man. That's the demigod, Don <laughs> Maker, bro. Yeah, he said he said this one really hurt. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I just feel like just like the same mistake the Pelicans made. Mm-hmm. You, you make the, that one move that kind of rattles mm-hmm. your superstar. Yeah. And you you just never know it like it, it's up in the air after that. Yeah. Granted, Giannis added onto his tweet like that's the business though, so mm-hmm. like he understands, mm-hmm. and I don't think it'll rattle him like it did AD. Um, but I, it's just hard. It's hard to like keep your superstars happy. I guess. I mean, it's tough. I think I think it's tough, and we're gonna talk about this later on the Kings when we talk about the Kings. But it's tough. Willie Colley Stein came out and said it's, it's hard when you practice, you're running, you're building a brotherhood, a friendship with people, and you, they just get traded. So I, I do understand that. Um, as far as the Bucks go for this deal, I think it just it just supercharges them because Nikola Meritage, like when he got traded to the Pelicans and earlier in the season, he was like lights out from three, and I think they they they're just doing that that almost like that Orlando Magic just gets get him some shooters and surround him by Giannis and let Giannis be Giannis and have let him have all the space in the world because oh, that's true. This is because now they have Brook Lopez on the three point line, Nikola right. Meritage on the three point line, Brogdon on the on the three point line, and Eric Bledsoe on the three point line, and they're just like Giannis go to work. That's <laughs> That's super crazy. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think about that really. That's that, that's true. That, yeah, so it, it like they're, the the Bucks are gonna keep on doing what they do, and they've been crushing everybody this season. So what they've been doing is working, and all they did was, you know, add a bazooka or add another rifle to their <laughs> artillery. <laughs> that's what they did. Like like Nicola Meritis is a shooter. He's a shooter that, I, if if I remember correctly, he can play defense too. And you know, he can still, you know, he's not just like a liability. He can actually rebound and pass another thing. So it's like I feel like I feel like this was like really good for them because they're just they're just superpowered. They're supercharged. So this is a deal that is not as big as like what Toronto did and what what uh, Philadelphia did. But it, it it made the Bucks stronger. But no, I you know I didn't really think about it that much for the Bucks. Um, I mean, I'm always pulling for the Bucks. He's the guy. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm always pulling for him. But <clears throat> just like, yeah, that move like was good for them and probably strength 
strengthens them. But are they going to be able to compete like with these other teams now? You know, you know star power wise, they're so far behind them. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I get what you're saying because that's what it is. That's what the playoffs is about. It's yeah, about it's like stars. now Raptors have Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, which I, I don't know it's playoff Kyle Lowry, yeah, but still yeah. someone who could potentially <laughs> help. <laughs> and Mark Gasol, so it's like you got guys that like. They they can be go to if they need to be, and I mean they got Danny Green who's who can put it on in the playoffs like we've seen him do it in San Antonio. Though I don't know what he is compared to what he was back then. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Sixers with Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and then like Ben Simmons to just distribute it to all those guys in crunch time. So that's <laughs> that's another like grip of dudes who can handle it. And then with the Celtics, you got <clears throat> like Kyrie, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum. Uh, I would still say Gordon Hayward. I know a lot of people are falling off of him. Yeah. Uh, but Gordon Hayward is still like a top player. Yeah. I think he just all the time off kind of really did it into him, and he's still trying to like get back into it like that. And then when you go to the Bucks, it's really just like who who do you want the ball? Whose hands you want the ball to be in uh, in crunch time? Mm-hmm. It's Giannis, yeah. you know, what, which I mean, I guess surrounding with shooters, it's like, yeah, he can just drive and kick, but I don't know. It just seems like they, they might not have it enough. No, I, I actually, you know, I, I think you're right. Um, because, you know, we'll see in the playoffs because they, there's only one guy you have to stop to, to stop the bucks really. And, For real? <laughs> yeah, it's just. If you can stop Giannis or build a wall so he can't get into the the paint, I think it's gonna be hard. But I think, like, the, I think the Raptors have the length to do that. Even though the Bucks have, like, I think the last time the Bucks played the Raptors, they dogged them. But like, um, <laughs> but I think the in the playoffs, I think the Raptors can figure out a way to stop him. We'll we'll see what the seventy six what the seventy sixers are gonna be like in the playoffs. Um, like I I, I I I am apprehensive about the the Bucks. That's why I I, I kind of I'm leaning more towards the Raptors making it out of the East. Yeah. Because because like my thing is the uh, the Seventy Sixers. They that was a big blockbuster blockbuster move. I got to see chemistry develop, and hopefully they can develop real chemistry by the playoffs. I mean they destroyed the Lakers today. Uh, I mean, Lakers, they, there was, like, moments where the Lakers were coming back, but you never thought they were going to win the game. And it looked, it honestly looked easy for the, for the, for the 76ers. So they, they, they're getting, they, they, they're starting to develop chemistry. Um, my, uh, my one issue, my biggest issue with the Raptors is Kyle Lowry, like you said. You don't, yeah. <laughs> you, you really don't know which Kyle Lowry you're getting. Because people would say, well, that's just because of LeBron, that was because of LeBron, but, Kyle Lowry would do bad in the series before they played LeBron. I know. So him and DeMar DeRozan were doo-doo yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. So like you're right. You're you're so right about that. I don't I don't know what Kyle Lowry I'm getting. I don't I don't know. So we, we, so I'm worried about them. The Seventy Sixers. I mean the um, the Bucks. We're, we, we both talked about how we're just worried about Giannis. 
all that they're just relying on Giannis for the whole time. And then, right. I mean, but the Celtics, I don't know if I trust the Celtics anymore. Because they've been, they've been having a lot of chemistry issues. And I just, I don't know if I trust them. Yeah, I'm on board with that too. <clears throat> and I think a thing that's kind of hitting them like chemistry-wise, not only Kyrie talking back on his word like we talked about last time, mm-hmm. but uh, AD putting his name out there that he wants to be in a trade. Well, now it's like, I feel like every single young dude, just like all the dudes on the Lakers that were under 23 years old, they're all just, they just all became like trade chips. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all like, oh, well, everyone's available, essentially. Like, yeah. I feel like everyone on the Celtics has now been made available to uh, try to acquire Anthony Davis. Like, I even think Jason Tatum, I feel like they would be willing to offer that up. Because yeah. I swear, like, what's his name? Danny Ainge mm-hmm. said something like, yeah, we're willing to make a big, like a big play or something for it. And I was like, there's only a few guys on that roster, like for the Celtics, that you would trade and call. Like that's a big play. Like yeah. that's a big move you're willing to move. No, I agree. So I don't know. I agree. Like, like I forgot what I was saying. I forgot. I might, I might have said this on the on another episode, or earlier episode. But the, my issue, the thing with the Celtics, is they just have too much of the same thing. And <laughs> this the same thing that they have is good, but too much of a good thing can be bad like if you go to a cookout right and or you go to you go, say, you go to you go to a cookout right there's like ribs there's chicken there's barbecue ribs chicken hamburgers corn you know what i mean say you right. got you got corn is good a corn on the cob is great but if you're at a barbecue and you have like seven pieces of corn on the cob on your plate and you don't have any you don't got any ribs you only got barbecue chicken on there you just got seven pieces of corn on the cob you're gonna be like the corn on the cob is good, but I got too much of it. That's right. I need, I need, I need some ribs. I need, you know, I need, a, I need a, another shooting guard. I need, I need some, uh, I need some a burger, a big. They just have all their, all they have on that team are wings. They just like, like, because Kyrie pretty much plays like a wing. Jason uh, Terry Rozier plays like a wing. Jalen Brown's a wing. Um, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris, they're all wings, and Al Horford is like. They're only big, and he's not like a big. He's like six nine. He's a he's a big whose game is a wing. Game. He's a big wing. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just have big wings. That's all they have. They just have wings, and so it's like it's like you know they they I I, I thought they were gonna make a trade, and but the only thing that they they want to do is go after Anthony Davis, which is understandable. Right. Um, so yeah, like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I think that plays into effect because the fact that Anthony Davis get didn't get traded, that means that he, New Orleans wanted to hear offers from Boston. So pretty much the Lakers' young players and the Boston's young players are turned into trade chips now. They're yeah, they're literally all in like limbo. So like, it's like, how hard do you play for a team? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, how hard do we? I guess you. I guess you would say. I was. I'm gonna play hard and see what see what I do what I can for this season, and then whatever happens in the off season happens. But I know that's easy to say. But is it easy? Can you really compartmentalize something like that so easily? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just weird. All right. So, 
Moving. Oh, um, let's we could talk about. Uh, let's move on to another trade that the 76ers did. They traded Markel Fultz to the to the Orlando Magic for Jonathan Simmons, a protected. Oh yeah, they they yeah they traded Markel Fultz to the Magic. The 76ers received Jonathan Simmons, a protected 2019 first round pick and a 2019 second round pick. How do you like that trade? <clears throat> well, granted, I don't. I still don't think I've really seen Fultz play, but I mean, he had those few games. I don't know at the end of last year. I think it was last season. Yeah, at the end of last season, where he was actually putting up like, like 10, 10 points, eleven assists in a game, and like eight rebounds. So it's like, oh. Like, maybe this dude can play. Mm-hmm. But then you see him shoot, and it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if this dude knows how to play. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for the Magic, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I don't, they're giving up Jonathan Simmons, which, I mean, yeah, he's a good piece, but he's like a playoff piece. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like, Matt ain't going to the playoffs. Okay. First-round pick, it's like, okay, they use their first-round pick to, to draft Mark Kelfoltz. Mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> so I, it makes a little bit of sense to me. I, I like I like the idea of taking a taking a chance on this guy who was – he was – in his draft class, he was easily, like, head and shoulders above, like, as a prospect. Everyone wanted him, yeah. you know? So there's something that has to be there. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe they have some way of – uh, figuring out what was wrong with him. Yeah, and I, I I agree because their their pick is uh protected, so it's obviously like lottery protected. So Orlando most likely will be in the lottery, and and they won't make the playoffs, so they will probably be in the lottery. So they, they're gonna keep their pick. Um, Markel Folds, yeah, like you said, there's I believe in him. I still believe in him. There's something there. You don't get drafted number one overall. And for I mean, well, there are busts out there. There's Anthony Bennett. There's a, I'm a, I'm still fighting for Anthony Bennett. That wasn't Man, his. No, 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 no. Everybody says, and I saw this on first take the other day. They call Anthony Bennett a bust. It is not his fault. No. He was not projected to go number one. If you remember that draft, Cleveland they picked him number one. They screwed it up. Even uh, Bill Simmons during the draft was like, "What? What?" Because everybody did, everybody was like, "They're not gonna pick him first. That was, they they changed the game plan. He's not a bust. He should have been drafted like thirteenth overall or something like that." <laughs> they did him dirty. They it was the it was the, it was the Cavaliers' fault. It was ca- the Cavaliers. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> well, that was I think that was a 2013 draft. I think that was Giannis's draft. He did not stand a chance, though. Like, they, they, let me, yeah, because Victor, yeah, they didn't do that draft right. I think Nerlens Noel was supposed to go number one overall, but he was, like, hurt. I remember that year. Nerlens was the Kentucky product that year. Right, 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 right. And he was supposed to go, Victor Oladipo was number two. I think Nerlens, because I remember, and I feel bad about this, but I remember watching Nerlens, and he, he kept on falling. And every time that he fell, they would go back to the camera, and he was just looking there like with like a like a, like a smile. But you know that smile was fake, and I just couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> they were just like, and Nerlens fell another fell another spot. <laughs> Nerlens fell another one all the way to Philadelphia, and that was at the time Philadelphia was just tanking. 
Yeah, that's when they were so poo. Yeah, they so he was he looked so hurt when he he got drafted sixth overall. <laughs> I was so hyped because I thought the Kings had a chance because we were seventh, and then I was like, we about to get Nerlens. I I was I thought Nerlens and Boogie would be would be it, but then uh, we got the boy Ben Mack. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's going off topic to say Nerlens. <laughs> That's going off topic. Just to say that Markel Fultz <laughs> has a chance. Orlando doesn't even have a point guard. This is perfect for them. This is perfect. Is he healthy? Is he healthy right now? Who, Markel Fultz? Yeah. His body's healthy. I think his brain's not. I'm not even... in, <laughs> well, in the, I'm saying it's like now... In the most nicest way possible. I think he has, like, yips. I think that's what it is. I think Jimmy Butler effed him up. <laughs> Before he even got there, <laughs> yep. He just heard Jimmy was coming. He said, "I gotta shut down now." He said, oh shit! Yeah, I think he has like a yip or something. I think he just uh, like something's wrong. But mentally, if he gets right mentally, I think he'll be back. And he did have a triple double at the end of last last season. And he's definitely going to a team where, like, no, uh, once he learns the offense or whatever, he could easily become, like, the starter, not even being, like, a great point guard because it's, like, T.J. Augustine, mm-hmm. I think, is their starting their point starter. Guard. That's their starter. Yeah, so T.J. Augustine's not a starting point guard. Not at all. So, he definitely should be able to take over. and We can see what he's really about when he becomes, like, a, the point guard. Yeah, I'd love has, to see him like like become something like actually like be good. Yeah, because everybody said he's a good guy. They just you know he just they they just there just wasn't enough time in Philly, I guess. <laughs> I just thought it was crazy that this fool could shoot in college. Mm-hmm. He came to the NBA and then he broke. He just got broke. Somebody said like the the coaching staff changed his jump shot. I don't understand. He was like shooting in college, like in people's faces. I remember watching a game and he would just like pull up in dudes' faces and like whap them. And I was like, he can play. And then he couldn't play. <laughs> I know. We'll see. <laughs> I know. It was, yeah, I know. Like that's, that's crazy. Um, moving on. So the Bulls traded Jabari Parker and OG Bobby Porters. To, to the to the Washington Wizards for Otto Porter Jr. It, which is weird because I swear to you that the Wizards were said that they are not trading Otto Porter Jr. the same day, <laughs> like on on Thursday they said they weren't trading Otto Porter Jr. for no reason, and then they traded him like five minutes later. Screw the Wizards! And I'm pretty sure the Kings were trying to get into that Otto Porter Jr. sweepstakes. So, yeah, I it's mean, probably better that the Kings didn't get him just because that fool has a fat contract, doesn't he? It's a lot of money. I think he signed like one. I think one. I can't remember the money, but it's well into the upper hundreds. All right. Oh, it's well into the hundreds. Four years yeah. of one something, like one sixteen or one twenty or something like that. And for a player like that, he would come to the Kings, and he'd be like our fourth option. And you're paying him, like, yeah, upper twenties. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I was like, I'm glad. I'm glad he got traded to the Bulls, and he probably would have took more assets to get. 
and then so the the Bulls. Uh, the, so I I I really don't get the timeline for the Bulls. I guess he kind of meshes in with their guys. I don't I don't see it. I feel like I thought all their guys were like super young. Because what they have, they have Wendell Carter and Laurie Laurie Markinen. Those are like their guys. Oh yeah. Um, I guess like Zach Levine's a little older, so I guess he fits in with that timeline. And but you know, I don't really see how uh, much Otto Porter Jr. is going to change that whole franchise, seeing as he's not really a franchise player. Nah, you know what they should have done was get rid of Zach Levine because he's not a franchise player. Like they're trying to make him up to be. Well, you see, that's the thing, though, man. The Bulls. They matched that contract that Vladdy tried to give Zach. So I got to like. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. You're right. I'm okay with that. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the Bulls, man. I'm thankful for the Bulls. I think if, if Zach Levine would have came to the Kings, he would have changed that whole franchise. And I don't know if it's for the best. No. Because no, no, he, need, he, he took the ball from. Buddy wouldn't have started. He would have took the ball out of Fox's hands. Buggy would be playing small forward. It would it would have been it would have been a mess. It would have been a mess. Um, so, so we went to the the Bulls. Would you like to talk, would you like to talk about ourselves? Talk about our trades? Yeah. <clears throat> so, the Kings. We were busy, man. Pretty active. We were. I was not like I. I was really not expecting much, but uh, we made some moves. Now the moves. Some of the moves were nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that hurt was Iman Shumpert. Mm. Right? So Iman Shumpert was in the trade uh, for Alec Burks, right? Yeah. Ye- hold on. Uh, no? Yes, yes. Yes, he was. No. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. It was in a three-team. It, yes. like, it was a part of a three-team trade. Yes. I don't really care what the other teams got because... We lost Iman Shumpert. We pulled in Alec Burks. Now, I I liked Alec Burks when he was on the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think when he was on the Jazz, I thought he was like a good player. Um, but I don't like the fact that we lost Iman Shumpert mm-hmm. uh, just because I feel like his presence in the locker room was really good Yes. for everyone on our team. Yes. Um, you know, like, he was like, I feel like all of our young dudes, like, which is like our team, our entire team. They all, I, I swear, they all like looked up to Shum, yes, like as some sort of for guidance or like as a big brother type figure. So. Mm-hmm. Like uh, on the previous episode I did with uh, Chan, um, we uh, I talked, to, I gave a shout out to Shump, and I still haven't put that episode out yet, but I'll probably put it out tonight. But I was just saying, like, because if you if you there's, there's a lot of videos out there that the Kings of like. Like Shump, um, Shump and Fox did like like the these these special video these videos where like they played horse and they talk about like the 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 name scores uh, the birth of his daughter they talk about a whole bunch of stuff and it's pretty cool it's, it's like two twenty minute segments I think right. it, it's pretty cool it's, I watched that and there's some interviews that Shump came out and with and he like talk he talked about like the origins of Purple Talk and he talked about how Frank Mason you know says something but and he'll say something but say talk after it so like he'll be like oh that's tea talk oh it's coffee talk you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so (laughs) which is just hella cool um so you know shump was like involved in everything if you watch the games if he was hurt and he was on in street clothes on the bench he's like he's the one barking at the guys on the team like hey we need to do this right we need to do this we need to you know he was that vocal leader so 
that one hurt. I found out about that trade. I was in class. Uh, I was in class on Wednesday, and my friend, my friend Matt, showed me his phone, and I was hurt, man. Cause like for the rest of that, for the rest of that day, in class, I just sat there and I just looked at the board and was like, man, jump gone. Shum's gone. Shum's man. gone, and he he wasn't. He's gone. It is crazy how attached I got because like he was he he played the, like we got traded to the team last year, right? But he didn't play last year, and I thought he was going to opt out of his contract and leave and everything. But like he completely embraced the culture of Sacramento, and I was like, dude, that's just that's super cool, that's super cool. And then <laughs> and then so and then he just, and he bonded with all the players on the team. I was every like you said every young player liked them and then uh all right so then the next trade was the trade for harrison barnes the hair we the kings received harrison barnes and then we sent justin jackson and zach randolph to the mavericks and zach randolph has already been bought out i believe by the by the mavericks so he's gonna go be looking for a team to join hopefully he joins the raptors Get that whole grit and grind going back. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be crazy cool. Reunite Zach Randolph and Marcus All. Let's go. Let's do it. Just, let's let's that'd have be fun. Cool. That'd be cool. Let's do it. That. Let's do it. Um, and then uh, see that's the, I I I asked Justin Jackson and Harrison Barnes. That trade pissed me off. Not because I was upset. I was upset that Justin Jackson was gone because I like Justin Jackson. I wanted him to be like a part of our young core. I believed in him. He started. To, he was starting to heat up towards the, as the season progressed, and I like Harrison Barnes. And I'm glad he's on the team. But what pissed me off about that trade was just the unprofessionalist unprofessionalism of the trade. Like they traded both of these guys in the game. Oh, I know. Like Harrison Barnes was in the game, and they pulled him out and said, "You got traded." Justin Jackson was sitting on the bench, and you got traded. Like that, I felt like that was just super unprofessional. Like they couldn't get that deal done sooner. Or just tell the players not to play? Sooner or just, like, yeah, sooner or just, like, if you've decided that you're going to do the trade, just wait till they're done playing. Yeah, wait till they're done. Because, like, because, like, they, they, Shump found out, like, 30 minutes before the game. And, like, the the players, they, all the players, everything, they found out, like, right before the game started. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, all, all credit to the Rockets, but we got, like, destroyed by them. And, like, the players on the team looked like they did not want to play. Like psychologically, psych like that, it they they were like messed up. So like I was I was like I was actually pissed off about the trades, the the two trades just because. I, oh, and also Scalabiestier got sent to the the Timber. I mean, not to the Trailblazers for Caleb Swanigan. That was another one that happened during the game. Like you 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 look at you like you look at the bench. They're there and then they're gone. I know. So, and every single one of our players were hurt. You could, like Buddy, De'Aaron Fox, Willie Collie Stein, they were all in their interviews. You could tell they were hurt, but like they did the professional thing. People were a little upset with Willie's comments. He was saying it like he said it was like trash how it was, but he understands the business. And like I think people were being too hard on Willie in that case because Willie said, like, like you said earlier, Willie was talking about the brotherhood, the friendship, and just playing with guys and practicing and hanging out with them after outside of work and eating with them and going over their houses, you develop a bond, especially if they've been there for more than a year. And just to have it, you know, get in like that abruptly without saying goodbye or anything like that, that, that sucks. It is trash. 
Like, just because you're a professional athlete doesn't mean you're not a human. I know. That's crazy. So, but I'm I'm excited because Harrison Barnes gives us a legitimate uh, three. We haven't had a small forward ever. I know. <laughs> Even with Rudy, he was like a, he was starting to become a power forward. <laughs> so, like that, that it's awesome because we have a small forward. So, the, the lineup, our lineup now is De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, Harrison Barnes, Belly and Willie Colley Stein and Willie the last two games since Harrison Barnes has been there Willie's blocking shots I know I saw him this past game tonight he had five block shots and he blocked three shots against the uh the heat he's blocked eight shots in two games so I'm I'm down with that I'm yeah I, with I that am one. I am and and the thing with Harrison Barnes he has he had like he had twelve points uh, uh, against the Heat, and I think he had like nine or whatever today. And what I've been seeing from him and Alec Burks is that uh, is it Burke or Burks? Burks. Burke. Yeah, they're, it's Burks. Okay, so what I'm seeing from both of them, they're just trying to fit in. They're trying and the the team and the players, the new guys and the old guys, they're trying to build like some cohesiveness, but it's, it looks a little clunky because the the new guys are like. We don't want to mess with the flow. You guys do you. And then the, the, the old guys are like, we want you guys to feel welcome. You do you. So there's like <laughs> there's like a lot of passing going on when, you know, guys just need to take shots. And Harrison Barnes is just uh, like today, Harrison Barnes is like one of seven from three. It's just because he's just like, I'm just going to shoot this so I can fit in with the fast. The, he's just like trying to play fast. So he's like, I'm trying to fit in with you guys just running. But uh, so I'll just shoot right now. So it's just it's funny, but I think they can they can get it because some of the things that Harrison Barnes does, or some of the things that he it does on a regular basis, we want that. Like we want him to post up smaller guards and smaller forwards. We want we want Alex Burke Alec Burke to slash the basket. We want those things. So hopefully those guys can get some development later on. Um. So I I I, I like the trades. Um, for the Maverick oh, yeah, I'm, side, I'm excited about it too. Do you care about the Maverick side? I don't. Just uh, take care. Of, just take care of Justin Jackson. Not man. Really. Just take care of Justin Jackson, Luca. Find my do some open threes, man. Yeah, don't don't do him foul, bro. Don't do him that's dirty. A, that's Kuroko, bro. That's Kuroko, bro. That's <laughs> him, bro. He's gone. Dude, he's, he's really he, invisible. He's right really now. invisible right now. His presence is gone. <laughs> He's gone, bro. We'll never see him. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, is there any? Let me. I'm checking. Do you got to check your list? Do you see anybody? Any other trades that were interesting that you want to talk about? Well, I mean, kind of just like the Dallas Mavericks in general, because they did the Chris stops, uh, for Dennis Smith, DeAndre Jordan trade. Oh yeah, we didn't or talk about that. Wes Matthews. I don't think so. No, well, I thought we did, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I sw- yeah so we, that's, we that's on top of that's on top of the Harrison part. Yeah, so did they did that. that. Yeah, we yeah we did talk about that on the last episode. Oh, the last that happened that long ago. Yeah, that one happened in January at the end of January, I think. Damn, that's crazy. I think that kicked off like that kicked off like trade week. It happened like the week before. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was like right before it all. Yeah, before the madness happened. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. Uh, but uh, like, 
let's talk about the uh, the Pelicans and the Lakers. That whole thing. Because I'm not happy with it at all. No, I'm not either. Like, I know we talked about AD wanting to get traded. But, like, I think it's really bad that a guy can go just go from team to team and cut the entire team. Five players for one guy. That's the entire team. I know. They were going to give up. What was, like, I don't it was, like it, was exactly, like, it was it was like it was like Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, uh, Ingram, Zubac, and and on top of that, first round picks, right? Yeah. It was like that, and like two or three first round picks, and the Pelicans were still like, "Nah, we want four That's or something." True. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's literally the entire like future of the Lakers. But uh, they were they were like the Lakers were actually like entertaining these ideas, which is crazy. Yeah, it came out the report came out that the that the uh, that the Pelicans never insisted on doing any of those deals. <laughs> That's just wrong. The Pelic, I think they were saying that the Pelicans were just putting stuff out just to f with the Lakers for f with their season. They're that high up on Jason Tatum. Who the uh, Pelicans? I uh, yeah. Because it seems like they're holding out for the Celtics only. I mean, I would hold out for the Celtics because the Celtics have higher. They have picks that are higher. Yeah, but what stops the Celtics? Okay, the Celtics. What if the Celtics make a good run this year? Mm-hmm. Right, they make it to the like the Eastern Conference Finals. What stops them from being like, oh? We just need like another year of cohesiveness, and we could push through the finals, and maybe even win it next year. See, I, I yeah, I, but I, I, never, we don't want Anthony Davis anymore. That is true, I, and I think that's that's one of the risks with not taking this this trade. But I think their whole thing is um, their whole thing is not even like the whole cohesiveness. They they I think they feel that they can get they could get a deal centered around. Cause look at they they have Memphis Grizzlies first round pick from the for this year top eight protected. They have a uh, lot. They have the Clippers first round pick top fourteen protected. They have their own pick, um, and then they have they have like they have a uh, scary Terry and Jalen Brown. So if they were to trade for Anthony Davis, they would send. They I just I think they just feel like if you have two superstars, you you you're there. So I feel like they, they have to. Who? Gordon Hayward. You gotta, you, <laughs> you gotta stop, man. You gotta stop. <laughs> you gotta stop, man. But Paul Paul George did came out and gave like a good message to tell people to stop hating on Gordon Hayward and let him recover. <laughs> like he Paul that was, that was that was basically Paul George's message was to leave Gordon Hayward alone. Thank God for Paul George, man. It was a pretty long one too, and he typed it. So I was like, I was like, yeah, that's. I was like, Paul George knows. So like, I think, yeah, I think, I think the the Celtics deal is better because the Celtics just have a whole bunch of picks that are more valuable than the Lakers because the Lakers' picks are gonna be like in like the thirties, where the Celtics have picks from other teams. Yeah, that's, I, I guess that, that's true. That's Those true. freaking thieves, man! I freaking hate the Celtics and their picks. 
<laughs> they have way too many damn picks from other teams. They're just like, but that's just good. That's just a good GM. But they're just thriving on this, the failures of other teams. Except that's why, except us. You know, they thought they thought they was gonna get a number one overall pick this year. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, you done messed up. You know how crazy that is. In retrospect, everything that Vladi has done has turned out all right. God, I don't want to give him any credit. You have for to give, bro, bro. <laughs> he put us through a lot. But he put us through a lot, a bro. lot. But everything he's done has turned out. The, first, the initial pick, you know, make it getting cap space. The cap space was the the one caveat with the cap space was this in two thousand in two thousand nineteen. We're not gonna have a pick. It's, and then we're, everybody in the world was like, you know, that pick's gonna be number one. <laughs> and, and, but it's not. He traded away Buddy Hill. I mean, he traded DeMarcus for Buddy Hill. Everyone's like, Buddy Hill is a, a 45-year-old rookie. <laughs> and he's not even having a good season. And DeMarcus is an all-NBA player that actually wants to stay in Sacramento. You know? Buddy's like in the three-point contest now. And he's averaging 20 points a game. And he's been our <laughs> best player in 2019. I don't know if people know that. But he's been the best player on the Kings in 2019. You know, and he makes he makes that deal. He he uh he trades away uh oh yeah, he doesn't uh draft Marquise Chris that year. And then he drafts uh or he drafts Marquise Chris and he trades him for like I think he traded him for like Scal and Papa Giannis. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> F that's the only F deal he did, bro. Damn you, Vladi. That's the only thing that we could get mad at Vladi right now is that that Papa Giannis deal. Bro, isn't he the isn't uh, Vladi the dude who freaking gave away our pick for Rondo and? Yeah, that was the cap space, man. Bellinelli, bro. That was Bella the Shmelly. that was the cap space. He, he instead of stretching those guys, he traded them to Seventy Sixers, and I think the Seventy Sixers waved them. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All he had to do was just get rid of him. And the seventy six was like seventy six was like, I guess we'll do your job for you. <laughs> That's all he had to do. And then he would have just we'd had the cat space, but you know, it is what it is. We we used that cat space to get Rondo, Bellinelli, Kufus. <laughs> you know, I was actually watching that uh that hype video. <laughs> No. That that hey man, that literally is the greatest hype video I've ever seen. <laughs> really for the fans out there, um in two thousand what was it, two thousand thirteen? Fourteen or fifteen. It was it was I think it was I think it was the year we got uh we got Willie. I think it was like either that year or it was one of those years. It, we we had signed Rondo, um we signed Kufis. We just had a team. They they just built, they just pieced together a team, and they they're in they're, the Kings had an incentive to make the playoffs. That was their goal. Make it wasn't even make the playoffs. It was make the eighth seed. From the they did all. <laughs> now I realize how crazy this was. I think we did all these moves. We did all these moves to make the eighth seed. It wasn't like let's make the playoffs and contend for a championship. It was like let's make the eighth seed. So we sacrificed our future to make the eighth seed, and. Some fan, some guy out there, he mashed the uh, the Suicide Squad trailer. 
This so always bro, happened. It wasn't a fan. It was Vladi himself. <laughs> Vladi did it. <laughs> Vladi was actually in the video. But uh, <laughs> so the Suicide Squad trailer, some guy mashed the King's old, like intros and, and and like highlight videos with the Suicide Squad trailer. And it's like the single dopest hype video you will ever it see. We were so hype on that. It was the greatest thing ever. And the best part was like the video was almost over. And then you're like, where's Rondo? And then all you hear is like that Joker laugh. And that, that fool is like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> And then Rondo's face shows up and he's like in a room and like the light flickers. And that fool, and I, 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 I know this because I watched the video like two, three days ago. And then they, they have the Joker saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to hurt you really badly. And you, they just got Rondo's face on there. And then it's just like if the music was like intense, George Carl pops up, and then freaking <laughs> you remember part George, George Carl part pops up, and then uh, and it said, it said, "Are you the devil? are you the devil, <laughs> bro?" It had everything. That that, that was one of the I'm gonna I'm gonna share it on our Twitter page. That's the greatest. Uh, preseason hype video I've ever seen. I've never been so hyped for, except for that season. <laughs> we we we. I've never been so hyped for such a doo doo team. Yeah, I know. Our starting lineup that year was Rondo, <laughs> oh, Ben McLemore, Ruby yeah. Gay, Demarcus Cousins, and Costa Kufis. Oh my gosh! We had drafted Willie, but he wasn't ready yet. Oh my gosh! And the best part was when uh, Vladi actually videotaped himself looking at himself in a mirror in some shady-ass bathroom and submitted it to this guy to put into this Suicide Squad video. Honestly, bro, I don't even know how that video, who found that and what was the initial idea of shooting Vladi in a bathroom? I don't know. Like, who says, like, oh, Vladi, you would look really good in a dingy bathroom? <laughs> And I want you to shake the, just shake the glass or something. It was, it was, I, it, but it fit. That's why I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him who made the video. I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. But that whole that team at the time was really was a Suicide Squad because Demarcus Demarcus had his rep as being like like super angry. Rondo had just got released from the Mavericks. <laughs> and he had, his had he, he tried to go one on one with Rick Carlisle. That's right. That's right. It was so bad for them that NBA players, and when they make the playoffs, they get money from the NBA for making the playoffs. And everyone on the team voted for Rondo not to get his money. Damn. This, if if Dirk is mad at you, if you make Dirk mad at you, you're an asshole. You messed up, bro. You're an <laughs> you asshole. Like that's, that's if you Dirk, if you Dirk is mad, at you, you're a horrible guy. So they had that fool, and then freaking George Carl was coming out of nowhere, freaking Mister Snakes in the Garden himself. I know. So we had, we really just had like the the, the miscast of the NBA, the guys that nobody wanted, and George Carl had just gotten <laughs> fired from his job as coach after he won Coach of Year, he got fired from his job. So we had like the the castovers, and then we were, we really were the Suicide Squad. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Rudy Gay was like a social, uh, an analytics pariah after leaving the Raptors because they said he took too much, too many long jump shots and didn't make any of them. <laughs> so we legitly had the Suicide Squad that year. And 
as the Suicide Squad normally does. They kind of just blew up the whole season, and it was horrible. So. Yeah. So, that was a sad scene. Got to give respect to Vladdy because he went from that lineup to the De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hilde, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Harrison Barnes, you know, Belly, Giles Bagley. And that's why I got to give him respect because those are all his picks and his trades. Like, he completely changed the team. So. I'll give it to him. He did something right in the end. Shout out to you, Vladdy. I don't know how it happened. I remember two years ago, he said if the team is worse, you know, he said if you guys are, if you guys are upset with me in two years, I'll step down from my job. And I don't think he's stepping down. <laughs> he did yeah, it. He did it. Shout out to you, Vladdy. So, I'm looking at my list, and I think we've hit pretty much all the important trades. I think we did hit all the important trades. The, the other ones are just like small, small things about teams that I don't really care about. No, I feel you on that. I mean, the only thing that we didn't talk about was the journey that the uh, that the Trailblazers sent Nick Skouskis and Wade Baldwin on. <laughs> oh, they got traded yeah, to those the. Yeah, everywhere. They got traded to the Rockets, and then the Rockets traded them to the Pacers, and then the Pacers just cut them. I feel like Pacers were the only people that were actually nice. They didn't send them to someplace else. Like, do you, do you think they even travel or do you think they just stayed at home? Like, their agents was like, you're going to get traded. I think they just, yeah, I think they just, because it all happened within, like, a couple of days. Yeah, I think I think the agents were just like, I think the agents, like, the agents have to know what's happening. So I feel like when they get traded. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, the, yeah, I feel like the Rockets when they got them, they were probably like told the agents like, don't have them come here because <laughs> we're just going to make a move and flip yeah. them over to this team. And then the agents are like, all right. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, okay. You're going to, you're going to get cut. You're going to get cut. Nick Stauskas, yeah, so. Stauskas is probably was chilling in Canada, you know, had a little break. I don't know where Baldwin's from, but yeah, I mean, we pretty much hit everything. I mean, every Bradley got sent to the Grizzlies. Gary Temple and Michael Green. Michael Green got sent to the Clippers. Um, but that that movie was that move was strange to me because it seemed like the Clippers were going in for what I would say kind of like the rebuild. Mm-hmm. But then to pick up Jermichael Green and Garrett Temple, yeah. It's not really rebuilding players, but that's what I was thinking. I thought they were good. Guys to have on your team. Yeah, I thought they were going I, we for the tank. Oh yeah, I honestly wish he was still in the Kings. Dude, he'd be, he would have been like Shumpert for the Kings right now. Yeah, I wish, I wish you would have had him in Shumpert. Shumpert was. Yeah, it, I think it would have been great to have, have both of them. Yeah, we would have had a solid yeah. locker room. But you know, that was one. Of, I in the in the in the the, the Gary Temple deal, I still don't understand that one because they. Cut Ben. <laughs> they literally cut. They waved Ben, so there was no reason to even get Ben in the first place. That's the deal. That's the one thing I don't. I didn't get about Buddy. There was no reason to trade Garrett Temple and get Ben, because Ben didn't do anything the whole year. But Ben, Ben's a guy. Ben is probably at home, but like, but. 
I think we gone. talked about He's it. Off. I think we talked about it, but Ben has a couple songs out there on YouTube that are actually pretty good. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go download them right now. They're actually they're actually pretty decent. Stuck is to port my pizza guy. Pizza. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so I mean, so that was the NBA trade deadline recap and all the unqualified and educated glory that you're gonna get. Um, hey Carl, I have gotten word that people want us to talk about other things that's not sports. What kind of? <laughs> <laughs> and they just, they just said that they like our opinions. Oh boy! <laughs> I told that I was told by, and I already shouted out my friend Melissa on the previous episode. But I'm gonna give another shout out. Shout out to you, Melissa. She gave up. She came with our perfect, uh, our perfect um headline. Sometimes, oh shit! I don't forgot what she said. Oh my god! <laughs> it's been a long time. It's, hold on, I can. I, I got it in a text. Let me read it. Da 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 it's super introspective and insightful, and sometimes it's utter bullshit. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't think we've ever been introspective in either of our lives, but I think we're pretty. Insi- <laughs> I think we're pretty insightful, and I think a lot of the things we say on this thing is pretty bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. At least ninety-five percent. Oh dang! I was gonna say ninety-seven. But, <laughs> but that's why we're unqualified and uneducated. But you know, there's some people out there that want to hear us talk about other stuff. I actually got a lot of feedback from that time we talked about the uh, about old Chris coming in hot with the. Oh, uh, Chris. I'm a little upset that he, he came in with he came in. Somebody said it was like it was kind of fresh. Damn, Chris, Chris that messed us up, man. Chris might have took us into the serious, the world of seriousness. We can't talk about serious stuff. We ain't serious. That's what I'm saying. But I think we people, can do it though. I think people want the fans bro. I, for the fans, but I think people want to hear us not be serious about serious stuff to make it easier to digest. Oh, I see. I see. So we're almost like Col- the Colbert Report. Ugh. I never watched it, but that's what I heard somebody call us. When we were roasting the New York State law. I guess that's not a bad thing. I guess not, but, you know, I mean, but it has to be organic. If something's interesting, we can talk about it, but we won't just, like, freaking start watching CNN and bringing yeah, up, no, <laughs> bringing up Trump, Trump stats every day. That's not, that's not good. That's not good for your health. I promise you. I promise you I won't waste any time researching into stuff. I promise you I won't either. The the, <laughs> the the amount of research that I did for the New York State law was when Chris said that I looked it up on my phone and I saw the first three words and I was like, okay, I got my opinion. <laughs> Super deep research. All right, I guess I guess we could work into uh, to non sports every once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, the question is, do you we do a separate episode or? Put it all in one episode with sports. Hmm. You know? Hmm. Hmm. That's actually a good idea. We could do a separate <laughs> episode. 
because like think about it if we decided to like oh let's add in something not sports related right now they would have to listen through the entire draft that is true or is sorry true. or trades or whatever but uh it just seems like if that person whoever wants to hear our opinion on whatever the hell they might not want to have to listen through or take the amount of time to find the timestamp to skip ahead towards like the whatever thing that we're going to talk about. That is true. Bed bugs. That's true. So we could do a separate episode. If something is interesting, and it doesn't have to be a long one. It could be like 30 minutes. Right, right, right. It could be 30 minutes. So So we could do like a mid, like two episodes. Mm -hmm. Our regularly scheduled Sunday episode. Sunday and then like some other time in the week with some crazy thing pops up yeah and i guess we could talk about it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i guess we can talk about it or we could just get that full chris get that full chris to yeah we'll just get chris's ass back in here oh you know what i'm gonna start paying chris 50 cents and then a week but uh, then charge me topic ideas but charge him a dollar for recording time no, we're, I'm, we're, I'm not going to let him be back on the podcast. I'm just going to only ask him for I'm with it. I'm with it. Rip, Chris. Hey, hey, Chris, you got any new ideas? Here's 50 cents. Rip. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, you want me to hop back on? Nah, it's good. Rip. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Well, yeah, no, that's a good idea because he, yeah, get some topics from him and then you know give him that fifty cent, or I got a quarter on it too, so you know what I mean. You just give him a quarter, and then next time I see him, I give him my quarter's worth. And then, All right, cool. And then uh, you don't tell him why, but just like, hey, Chris, what do you what do you got on what do you got on your mind? Then he'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like, well, you know, there's some nuclear issues happening in the middle of. New Mexico. Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. They're building nuclear weapons in Pennsylvania. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Is that legal? <laughs> so, yeah, we could definitely talk about that. And there was there was one thing I was going to talk to you I wanted to bring up. I think it would be cool if we, like, got and found an anime show. And normally I don't do this. I don't watch anime shows weekly. But, like, I was thinking that if we find, like, a new show and then, like, review the episode every week. Like, just review the episode. And then just put it out oh, there. Oh, I see. Like, watch one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on, like, a new series. Like, if we found a new series, like, say, like, because, like, the, I think, like, this, what is it? For this, like, this, it, like, the spring animes, like, the new spring animes come up. So, like, we just watch episode one. And we just talk about that. Then episode two, talk about that. And then we, that's also something Bro, that's we can do. so hard. I They're know. like, 20 minutes long. I have to burn through at least six episodes. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've never I've never watched anime week to week. Yeah. I, I guess I could do that just because I have Naruto to fall back on. Yeah. Uh, to watch. Because I still have, like, a billion episodes. So. Yep. 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 And then some. But I got into some heavy stuff in Naruto, bruh. How old part are you on? This is a spoiler alert. I repeat, this is a spoiler alert. Well, I just, well, I just first, uh, well, I just got to this point where, what's his name? 
pervy sage. Mm. That fool died. Oh. Hurt. And then, like, constantly Naruto keeps talking about, oh, you know what? I kind of miss my master right now. And he doesn't even know he's dead. Uh, I'm just sitting there like, bruh. Uh, you don't even know he's dead. Uh, he died and, um, Itachi, the Sasuke Itachi fight happened. Oh. So he died, and then I found out that Itachi's the realest uh, leaf homie oh, out yeah. in these streets, bro. And I was just like, bro, everything clicks. this is foul. Yeah, everything come, makes sense now. Yeah. I was like, this is just foul. He yeah. did it for his brother. Yeah, that was crazy, because like, at the end of the fight, even before Sasuke knew all that stuff, like, yeah, like Sasuke was like out of energy, and then Itachi was like walking towards him, and he had his hands up. And then he just tapped his forehead and then I died. know, dude, that, I'm not going to lie, that shit got me when I was watching and they like kept doing the flashbacks and it was like every time Sasuke would run up to him, he would, he'd be like, oh, not, not today, uh, mm -hmm. not today, little brother. And he'd like poke him, like do the little tap on his forehead Yeah. and he did it, he did it. And then it like stuck and I, I thought, and I was like, that's what that fool was doing Yeah. at the end when he freaking touched his forehead. It was like his last time, like. See you later, little brother. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. That's was heavy, like, bro. Yeah. I was like, because, like, you don't know, like, you don't know Tachi's, like, a good guy at that point. You just know, like, right. like he's going to, like, he's going to take he's out going Sasuke. For eyes, he's right? going for the eyes. He's going for the eyes. And then <laughs> at first I was like, ah, oh, you're missed, bitch. And then, <laughs> I, I was like, better luck next time, motherfucker. But then I was like. That was in the same spot he used to tap Itachi's, I mean, Sasuke's head. I mean, and then, and then that fool finds out, and I was just like, damn. I was I'm, like, no, bro, Itachi was sick. He's, he's the realest one in the show. He was like, you know I what? Know. He said, I, he said, I know I'm an Uchiha, but like, I'd rather the Uchiha's go out in a, with a good name and not disturb the peace that is in the village. He was like, I'm a, I'm gonna kill everybody. I'm gonna kill my all my people, and then blame take the blame. That's crazy. I yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, bro, it taught you really was the realest. The realest. He's like, we had easily top like five realists in the show. In the oh hell yeah, hell yeah. So you know you're 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 hearing some deep stuff right now. Yeah, I got it's, I I hit all types of like crazy deep stuff like. Because they did, like, Kakashi's, his, like, growing up story mm. when he took Obito's eye. Yep. I was like, oh, fuck, that's heavy. And then they did the Jiraiya, that's his name, Privy Sage Jiraiya. They did his, like, story growing up, and then they killed his ass off. I was like, oh, my God, this isn't <laughs> <is> foul. Well, <laughs> he got killed by his freaking students, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say this. The show's about to get super crazy. From this point on, that point where you're at, you're gonna get some major, some major actions coming up. So, I'm trying to think where I'm at, like exactly right now. What did I just leave off on? Because I don't want to say I don't. Like, yeah, I don't. Cut, yeah, I think like Sasuke's new team, which it's the same team. Yeah, he just named it different. different he was now. like, I think they're it's like the like I think they're I think they're like Haka or something like that. They, if Something think, like that. They 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 got the the eight tail mm. Jinchuriki. Oh, killer! Oh yeah, and I just yeah I just watched um, 
the bubble, bubble Jinchuriki, mm-hmm. that fool, literally the last episode I saw was him getting captured by, uh, what's his name, Pain. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the last thing I saw was like Pain and him con- confronting each other, so that's where I'm at. Okay. Crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're about to hit some action. Somehow Naruto runs into every single Jinchuriki uh, in the entire goddamn world. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I, I remember, like, I, I, like, I remember when he was, like, little, and then it was like, oh, he, he I thought, I was like, oh, he got a fox inside him. That's crazy. That's, and then turns out that's, like, there's, like, seven other, eight other people just I know, like that him. ain't shit. It's like, it's like, dude, Gar was like, no, nah, I got a raccoon inside me. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, this dude's not even... I was like, I was like, dang, nobody got a fox inside him. He got a fox. <laughs> this fool got a... We got raccoons and freaking... Octopus. Octopus. Oxes. Yeah, octopus, oxes. Ox, oxo, oxo, oxopus. <laughs> 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 crazy, bro. Yeah, but yeah, that show, that show, I mean, like, that's why I gotta, like, shout out to, like, anime, no, well, I gotta shout out to, like, manga people, because, you know, like, they make, like, the, so, like, they make, like, a, I think it's a chapter, they make, like, a chapter week by week, so everything that, the, everything that you're watching now is, like, the, the author thought of that within a week, you know, he built upon that week by week, so if you, like, check, if you check out a manga, it like starts off with like him in the village and it goes on to like, you know, the storyline goes on. But it's like it's not like he just sat down and was like like a movie and like wrote out a script. Like he had he, like he has deadlines because he has to put out a chapter every week. So like I always respect those guys because they're coming. They're, everything that you see is kind of, I'm unless I'm saying something wrong. But in my imagination, everything that, that, that um you're watching was came. They came up with that. The author came with that on the fly. So, and just how deep and how, like all the attacks and like even like the, the culture inside their worlds, like the, the rules behind like the shining gun and like stuff like that, that was all came up with on the fly. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy to me. But, it's, and it's crazy because I just found out about the Rene gun. Oh, yeah. I, they only said that like, whatever pain has his the Rene gun. ocular, that thing. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about how it's stronger. Yeah. Then the Sharing gun. And I'm like, bruh, this dude's gonna be ridiculous. Bro, but. like I spent my whole like like when I was like when I like back in like when I was like in high school, I didn't do like the running with my arms back behind my back. <laughs> I didn't do that. You did that shit on the football field. But what I do <laughs> this is the corniest thing. This is what I did do. I, I will admit to this. This is my nerdy anime thing I would do. If I like needed to see something, I would close my eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like say it was like in the dark or something like that. I would close my eyes and I'm like, Sharinga. <laughs> 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 like, and all I did, I didn't do anything except open my eyes wider. Like, like <laughs> I would just be like, Sharinga. Like if I like if I like reading something, I couldn't find. It, I'd be like, Sharinga. And if I was like in a dark room. And then I couldn't see something. I would hit the Neji with Biak gun. 
Like, I, You're a savage. All I would do, I wouldn't. There would, there would be nothing different than when I would normally look at something, <laughs> except this time, like I would close my eyes and I would just open them hella wider, and <laughs> that gave me the ocular jutsu that I needed for that moment. So like, my freshman year and sophomore year in high school, around those ages, like 14, 15, I had. The, I had ocular jutsus in my eyes. I don't. <laughs> I don't know where they went. The Biyaku gun. I had the Biyaku gun and the shining gun when I was fourteen and fifteen. <laughs> swear to you, I had them. I swear, I'd use that so much. Like. <laughs> oh shit! That's funny, bro. <laughs> I didn't like. I said I didn't run with my arms behind my back, but because like that was that was like low level shit. That was low level ninja jutsu. <laughs> But back, my boy, my boy had the damn Sharingan. I had the Sharingan, bro. I had him, bro. I'm telling you, cause like, I don't know if it was just cause I was focusing more, but when I used them, I found what I was looking for, and I found what I was looking for in like the readings or like if I walk in a dark room, and you know what it is? It's just that your eyes adjust to like the darkness, like. <laughs> Like, if you walk in a dark room, eventually your eyes adjust. But in my mind, that's because I use my Biaka gun. That's right, bro. <laughs> that's right, bro. That's impressive. <laughs> to be a master of both of them at the age of 14. That's what I'm saying. It took, it, it took, it took Sasuke Halo to master his. He didn't, I don't think. He I don't had, even, he had did, to go kill his damn best friend. He had to kill his kill best Itachi. friend. Did he even have three tones by then? <laughs> I'm saying, man, I was out there. I was out there in them streets. Fucking crazy, dude. And I think the like the greatest thing of all was like no one knew I did that because it was all like in the eyes, you know. And it wasn't like I was. (laughs) I just like it wasn't. It wasn't like I was trying to reveal that to the world that I had the shotting gun. So I just kept it down low. Couldn't let I couldn't let pandemonium go out, you know. That's right, dude. That's right. You got to protect yourself. Someone's going to come tear your damn eyes they out. Would, they would have came after my right? eyes. They would have came after my eyes, bro. The military, the military right. would have put me to work. They would have, bro. <laughs> they would have would have been, been in the army if I would have let people know. But like I said, I lost it. I don't have it no more. Oh. What was his name? You dead? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Luckily, I, I was using my string gun, so I avoided everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to start practicing more so I could get to my uh, my mango yako. <laughs> oh, oh, the money, money, money. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what did you just say? You too. Adrian gets hella mad when I say it. Mango yako. My mango yako. <laughs> Dang. You should be ashamed of yourself, man. <laughs> She's like, it's Mongeko. I'm like, Mango Yako, bro. I mean, technically, she has no right to tell you that. That's what I'm saying. You should bro. be like, yo, that's my culture. <laughs> you should be like, I think I would know if I'm pronouncing it right. Oh my gosh, that's funny. No, nah, but I, I didn't have oh. the I didn't have the mango yako, bro, because I I didn't kill my best friend. <laughs> I just had the regular one. I'm trying to get to my mango yako stage, bro. Bro, you gotta kill one of your best friends, bro. I dare your ass to come over. I'm gonna take your eyes. <laughs> 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 
I ain't never coming over, bro. Man. I swear, bro. Your eyes <laughs> gone, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that Itachi shit either, bro. I tap you on the head. I should go straight in for your eyes. <laughs> Oh crap. Alright, so that shit's crazy. <laughs> we pretty much covered everything for the day. Um, and you know what that actually kinda concludes the first story time, the unqualified and uneducated story time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was that actually worked out alright. We were we were wondering how we were wondering how we would do it, and I guess we did it that way. So bam. Um uh any last words? I mean, we covered we covered trades. We talked a little about Naruto, and we talked about some future things we might do in the future, as far as you know, reviewing an anime episode by episode, and talking about some more serious talk. So we there might be some more episodes coming out during the week. Um, but yeah, you got any last words, Carl? Nah, I don't really have uh, anything else to say. Um, my throat kind of hurts from laughing uh, about. <laughs> about uh how i just learned how to use my sharing gun so <laughs> i got i got some shit to go practice bro every everybody bro everybody has the power deep down inside i'm gonna go train like remember remember that kid Jalen? that was a super saiyan oh gosh that I, dude was a hero bro, i always i because i think that video came out way later than i i i paid my sharing gun i was like that dude super late <laughs> but you used your sharing on you like oh no he really did become super yeah, i was like i was like he really is one <laughs> <laughs> but you know i always i didn't think it was a rookie move because he put it on tv and internet and he tried to go viral right. you had to keep down the locks so um, and you know what you, no one's heard from him ever since so he's probably in the military ever since yeah he's probably done and the only reason why i'm putting on the podcast right now is because like i lost it so allegedly <laughs> Yeah, same. Allegedly. That's why I have to go train. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to get back allegedly. <laughs> Just so. All right, so if you think that we said anything that we're not qualified to say, that's because we're unqualified. And if you think that we said anything on the show that was just completely stupid, it's because we're uneducated. <laughs> that makes us unqualified and educated. Thanks for tuning in for the episode. As always, stay unqualified, live uneducated. And we're out.